funny we started off as having a little fun side hobby and I would probably class ourselves as entrepreneurs now in the sense that that sounds so corny but we say it again we are entrepreneurs Hello and welcome to the second episode of Ms. Independent with me, Renu Chopra, the podcast that delves into the careers and journeys of various different women, finding out the lessons they've learned along the way and ultimately what independence means to them. I am so excited for this episode because I am joined with Anya and Bex, the two women behind Brixton Life Drawing. During the pandemic, I discovered my love again for life drawing. I took to Eventbrite and signed up to their classes to find out hundreds of people attend their classes every week. And it's become a regular part of my life during lockdown and has been an outlet not only to be creative, but it's been therapeutic and sociable and so many things. Every time I'm joining the class, I'm thinking, I wonder how this has started and I wonder how they met and you know the challenges they face and what it takes to put this together. So I'm delighted to say that they're joined for the second episode of this podcast to tell us all about the behind the scenes of Brixton Life Drawing. So let's get to it. I was saying to my brother earlier that I can't believe I'm actually going to speak to them because I see them all the time and hear their voices. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me and hi. Hi, thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here today. Funny when you said that about your brother, we we had a surreal moment. We were both in the park at the weekend and someone come up to us. They were like, oh my God, are you? Do you want to embrace some life drawing? We join you every Tuesday. That's oh. like the first time that's happened. <laughs> we're we're the real Z-list celebrities oh, now yeah. of Brixton. I'm not surprised by the amount of people that join. You've got like 300 people or something like that. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Every it's week. Been, it's been amazing. And we've made such lovely friends from it. And um, we have a lovely drawer called Peggy and in December she came and dropped us like a little Christmas package each with um, oh. a Christmas card that another drawer from our community had made yeah. and she'd baked for us and written a lovely little thing about how much our classes had meant for her and her family over lockdown and I guess then it, it hits home just kind yeah. of how amazing it's been and the community yeah. we've yeah, built yeah sweet. so sweet and you see regulars every week don't you and even oh, joining yeah. I noticed like the regulars yeah. Which yeah, very nice. Like a couple that we call Shout our, out to yeah, John and Jill. John and Jill and they're like our celebrity couple and we have Joyce and people are always like, oh, I joined just for Joyce because oh, you know they just love so the lovely. and we have Barbara yeah. and there's just faces that we we actually message people if they don't turn up. We're like, is everything okay? Because oh. they've never missed a class. And then, you know, sometimes they're like, I'm just having a bit of a wobble. And it, we kind of have built that relationship now yeah. that we know when people aren't there it's going to be so weird like seeing people in person yeah you know after just seeing them on a screen to be able to meet people yeah you realize the heights of people as well it's like when you see people I always feel when I see people in person they're like oh is that how short you are (laughs) everyone's just the same height like on this I'm really short (laughs) so yeah (laughs) that's so true I hadn't thought about that (laughs) so how is it you know looking forward in terms of coming out of lockdown and stuff what what are we um, expecting in terms of differences? Like, I mean, I guess it's just such a nerve-wracking time and not just in terms of this venture, but for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you go into a shop now and it's busy, I actually feel anxious at the change and the thought of normality. But I guess everyone feels like that. And we're just kind of trying to navigate our yeah. way through now from transitioning to online mm-hmm. and then to, to real life. And obviously we've been so back and forth that we're almost in some respects hesitant to kind of we're so adaptable as humans so I think that you know like everyone adapted to lockdown Mm. and I think that obviously it's going to be a little bit weird at first but people will adapt back to it and I think it's going to be fun like having yeah we are we're lining things up so we are in talks with um a few like really really exciting people we can't say any more yet but um so we've got some exciting things on the horizon and potentially a new venue but equally The lovely thing about lockdown is that the online things have made our classes accessible to people that without this wouldn't be able to attend. Yeah. So we have 
um, a visually impaired drawer that uses a specialist screen. Mm -hmm. We have someone that had um, brain surgery last year and had to move back with their parents that can now join. We had um, we have a drawer that joins this week on week that had a stroke and mm. you know she wouldn't have the mobility to yeah. come in person. But yeah. our, so we are going to continue yeah, and even online. People with anxiety yeah. that can't really deal well with like massive crowds and things like that. So mm. definitely reached out to a bigger audience yeah. than we would have. Yes. You know, normally. So I guess our future has evolved and that we'll always embrace the online element because mm. that really is kind of what made us yeah. as a as a brand or a duo. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's amazing because in terms of life drawing, I I knew about it from school and doing it there in art classes. But for a long time, I and a lot of people would have just not really thought about the thing to turn to during lockdown is life drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just went onto Eventbrite and was like, oh, drawing, uh, online drawing. And it came up with you guys. And um, and since I've had like my brother and my mum get involved and even I remember when we said to mom are we doing life drawing every week and she was like oh my god are we off really oh isn't that like drawing naked people yeah but you're like you'll get into it you'll you'll forget about the fact that there's a naked person on the screen and you'll start to be like oh wow look at the intricate you know how their body and how it's shaped and and yeah it's so therapeutic in that sense and I just think it's mad how it's been something that so many people collectively have like turn to so in terms of like you're saying how you know online has has driven a lot of what you've done what about before that so you know you you I'm guessing you had the idea and stuff before lockdown so how did it all start and can you talk us through that so we ran our first class was it just before Christmas yeah it was a year but yeah so it was 2019 it was yeah Um, so we did run in person pre-lockdown. So we have kind of experienced the physical side of things as well. And I think that that's definitely helped us run online and know what works, what doesn't. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you are online and you can't necessarily see people's reactions to each pose because there's so many people. Are they bored? Have they had enough? So we already kind of knew about timings yeah. and logistics. But I think we were running for like a few months before lockdown. So yeah. March it happened didn't it we had our last class yeah and then um yeah I think we had one Tuesday off and we were in talks with some of our like regular models and we were saying like how like we don't want to stop this like you know people are at home they're bored like how can we bring it online and we were like brainstorming with some of our like who are our closest friends as well now and models and um we just come up with the concept of putting it on zoom which we'd all just started hearing about from like meetings so we thought now we're going to switch the meetings and do life drawing on there instead. But yeah, it started off in such a funny way. So we mm. we always chat, we commute together every day and it's, it's a long commute. It takes us about an hour and a half <laughs> each way. Oh, wow. Um, and we were just talking about, we were both new to Brixton, the area. We didn't have like a real sense of community or a base here. Um, and we we just decided to set it up one tube bride. I think Bex was like, we should do life drawing. And I was like, you know, weirdly, I used to help at a class and it kind of stemmed from that. Yeah. And um, within about 24 hours, we'd had a name, we had an Instagram, we printed <laughs> hundreds of flyers and we used to hand them out in the rain at Brixton Station. And within our first session, we had about 14, including our flatmates. And we were so thrilled with the turnout. Yeah, we were that's like, so good for a first class. Yeah, but then by week two, we'd sold out 50 spaces, all gone. We had oh. waiting lists for all our events. And it just it just picked up so quickly. But we did put in a lot of graft in terms oh, of flyering. Sure. You know, we were messaging people that had used the hashtag Brixton on Instagram. Yeah, like hashtag drawing. Yeah. Coming <laughs> So we, we went all out yeah and how long ago was that then that to was now? nearly a year, and a, year and a half yeah a year and so a half. not even that long ago no really. so that's no. why you mean like a, the whole a lot of it has been online you literally yeah. just started it's it and then went online to... more than in yeah, person a lot oh longer. okay yeah. so in terms of you guys how did you how did you meet we actually met at a trade show initially in Germany didn't we yeah. years ago um and we just didn't know each other we had these meetings and Bex was presenting samples to our company and then in a matter of years you suddenly had a job at where I work and 
we just we just clicked yeah. and we just got along really well we, I think we're both like quite enthusiastic and yeah like we're on the same page yeah. you know you have some friends where you're like we should do this yeah and then nothing materializes we say we should do this and we it, do it's it, done yeah. <laughs> like we commit to it and we're like okay you do this and I'll do this bit and then we just do it together and we yeah so yeah we gel in that sense yeah. and I guess we're both creative and we both have different skills so Bex is amazing at doing the graphics and she does all of our posters and mm. Instagram stuff I love the wordy stuff yeah so you're so good at pictures I, and reaching out yeah, to, to all newspapers the, yeah. and stuff like that. and we've got in so many like articles and things like that which have been amazing for our growth so that's definitely yeah. one of Anya's strong points for sure we both kind of just complement each other and it's good to bring different things to the table mm. and mm. you know have the same ideas yeah. and want the same things like we both kind of want to support our community and raise money for charity and we were never bothered about a lot of things yeah, that probably we just some, wanted yeah. to bring creativity to people like so many people join that say you know I've never done live drum before I'd feel so intimidated turning up to a class I don't think I'm a good drawer and things that help me say it's not about that it's just about enjoying the process um, and turning up yeah turning up and enjoying it I don't think it's don't focus too much on the outcome so. Mm. and there's so that's such a mix of people as well there's such a mix yeah. of abilities which is yeah. always so nice because I remember when we joined it was you know we saw I think we saw people having their glasses of wine with them we were like, oh yeah this is a group for us because we know we can do the same thing and we're not <laughs> like amazing but we do like giving it a go yeah. so I think you know you've got a real mix of people Definitely. and you can tell as well between both of you that that you you've got like a a uh, good connection in the sense that you can vibe off each other and you know I think it's quite it it takes a lot to work with a friend mm -hmm. um I mean I've got friends that you know you gel with but then yeah. working with a friend is a different thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, soon learn the dynamics <laughs> on that like we are if anything way too honest with each other now <laughs> we we really put down each other's ideas sometimes bets will be like just no or I'll be like mm. I'll no. think about it and be like absolutely no <laughs> which is too honest and yeah we kind of go silent if we don't like a suggestion and then you just know don't yeah. you so and I think we've learned that you know don't take things personally and then if that person doesn't like one idea like what are the reasons why and how like can we I don't know change it and I don't know like, yeah. do something else we just kind of bounce off each other so we're constantly mm. bouncing ideas and it's creative <laughs> creative construction yeah. it's not just the constructive criticism yeah, that's the yeah. yeah you need that you need to know that if you give an idea that the other person's going to give an honest opinion back because yeah. you don't want that person to be like oh yeah it's brilliant and then you go ahead and do yeah, it like we don't like we wouldn't lie to each other yeah like, honest with each other yeah it, it kind of our decision affect us both yeah. because we are a partnership so we both always need to feel 100 percent comfortable mm -hmm. with every aspect of what we yeah. do and decide to do so did you do you both work in creative jobs outside of what you do yeah we work together in a full-time job as well oh wow oh my god just kept you speak together every minute of the day yeah. we, we get how long up. have we been together for? we're basically in a relationship yeah <laughs> you see me more than your boyfriend yeah I we meet at like we leave the house before about 6 20 a.m we get up before 6 a.m and then we commute in we're at work all day and then we come back and most evenings, yeah most evenings we'll have a class whether it be a corporate class a private class we put on for a charity um, yeah or like tonight we've been doing some work together as yeah, well just it's constant it's it is every day and the thing is this is growing so much and we also are working full-time and it's definitely a juggle and a real juggling act isn't it it's hard to and we balance. want to be able to do everything we're so open to new ideas we're like yeah let's do that let's do that it's just trying to prioritize mm. yeah but there'll be weeks we'll have like a full day at work and then we'll be filming it you know the natural mm. history one night oh, running yeah. a class the next and by the end of the week we are so exhausted <laughs> like Friday night for me now is about staying in relaxing mm. and doing nothing yeah, and I, yeah. I'm so excited about that yeah <laughs> so what what is it you do in terms of jobs we're both um homeware textile designers so we do fabrics that are used in um home furnishings so like okay curtains yeah. cushions sofas we do blinds Blinds. bedding wallpaper. yeah wallpaper so if you were to go into any major retailer and look look at the home section 
Mm. It's probably from. us <laughs> or a lot of us. Yeah. That's insane. So we get to do a lot of kind of creative work, like mm -hmm. painting, styling, photography. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, and we know a lot of people don't necessarily have creative outlets, whereas we're constantly creative. So I think that's also an idea that kind of spurred on, you know, getting other people involved in drawing as well. Yeah, particularly those who, like you said, don't have creative jobs yeah. at all. And then yeah. you can find that actually you are creative. I mm -hmm. mean, even like my mum, she was she's always wanted to paint and she's always wanted to be an artist. And she always had this thing in her head that she she's not meant to be and when we were like come on join the class she's now she's now bought an, a watercolor set she's bought all the stuff for it and she's like I'm not gonna miss a class like she's all for it now and it's like how it how it's just changed her mindset by just coming to a class and then learning yeah. like actually I can do this I yeah our classes are kind of like a gateway into the art world again because a lot of people do leave that behind it you know 16 mm -hmm. at yeah. school and our classes are a chance to kind of rediscover the love of art. And a lot of people have said that, that they have fallen back in love with art, which mm -hmm. is, is amazing to hear. Like, it's the same with my dad. He, um, he's so talented, but he doesn't do it anymore. And he joined one of our classes and we loved his drawing. So we, we put them on our tote bags. <laughs> so now if you get a Brixton Life drawing tote, it's got my dad's artwork on. So when you said, um you know, there's so much going on in terms of your jobs and you're working together. And I didn't even realize you're not just running the Tuesday classes. There's like corporate stuff and all and sorts. A, Sunday, a public Sunday class as well at 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so how many classes do you do a week? Oh, it changes. Um, Some weeks we've done 10, <laughs> honestly. Week. We did wow. a week. It was, my, oh my it was actually my idea. <laughs> And I can't tell you how much I regretted it in when, some way. When you told me, I was like thinking, you're going to regret this and so am I, but let's do it. So we had, <laughs> there was a week where we went back into lockdown and everyone was feeling a bit glum and it was wintry. Mm -hmm. And so I said, why don't we do a class every day um, for lockdown? And we had like two on some days. And <laughs> to be fair, it was a huge hit and it helped so many people, but we were absolutely exhausted. So draining. <laughs> oh and I guess uh, as well around holidays to so like Christmas or you know big things we do tend to get a lot of corporate classes too mm -hmm. so some weeks we might have yeah. a minimum of two and other weeks a maximum of you know eight or ten mm -hmm. and it's not even just that it's sourcing the models it's um, graphics it's the posters the admin behind that reaching out to press planning next events reaching out to yeah. new venues it Go, never stops yeah it's constant so what goes into, I know you touched on, you know, the different things that are part of your jobs, but say you're setting up one event or like what goes into that? What, where do you start in terms of thinking about the theme of what you're doing? How do you source the models? Like in terms of starting a class, how does that work? We try and get a lot, like a wide variety of different models, you yeah. know, being online allows us to reach out to models and well, then yeah. to reach out globally. To globally. So we have um, people from Argentina, Australia. Everywhere in the world. world. Yeah. yeah. And we, we do like to ha kind of have models that can offer something different mm. because that's the beauty of life drawing that you want, you want to draw different forms. That's it's so lovely to do. That's mm. the nice thing that life drawing is all about everyone being different and it's so embraced. It's not about fitting a mold or yeah. conforming to stereotypes it's yeah. being yourself and the models that we have that are like totally different in any way whether yeah. it be the theme of their session or their Body personality shape. their yeah. shape they're the ones that have that resonate most with our drawers mm -hmm. um so I guess we kind of first it's, yeah, yeah it's helped you kind of find like beauty in like what you think maybe are your imperfections or yeah. something it's like mm -hmm. that's different and imagine if all of our models were the same, it'd be so boring. It would be so boring. So yeah, we tend to kind of source a model first. We we have them, a lot of them contact us or we see, um, you know, we follow specific hashtags and we see them and we're like, yep, we absolutely need you. You like mm. have such a great vibe. So we contact them or vice versa and we line them up. 
and then I guess it's just a case of like making posters yeah planning um listing them listing the event whether it's not on Eventbrite and getting all the graphics ready for that as well descriptions um there's so so many tasks that have just become our second nature yeah, now that it's like even hard to think it, about like, but when you you just get into the the swing of it don't yeah. you and it just becomes kind of automated I guess how we do it do you yeah. think that because there's so many things you have to do and think about that you would at some point want to grow your team? And if you were to, would you, you know, would you find that a challenge or, you know? We actually did grow our team. Um, so we were on furlough, both mm-hmm. of us, for the first few months of lockdown, which was great in the sense that it gave us an opportunity to really push this. But it also meant that when we went back to work, and um, we had already had a weekday class on a Thursday at 10 a.m. Mm. Obviously, we couldn't run that anymore. Mm. We had so many regulars there as well. So we wanted to keep them there. And then I um, reached out to one of my friends and she started running it for us. So um, that happened. But we were actually saying the other day, like when it comes to running in-person sessions again, because obviously there is such a demand for our class, like, even before the lockdown and before we grew we were already selling out sessions so we're, we're going to need more than one a week mm. in locations and we might not necessarily be able to run every single one so we are going to have to you know reach out I mean I'm I'm not precious in the sense that I'd love other people to kind of join in our venture I mean it's always going to be a female founded yeah and company, it needs to which... be people that are the you know that resonates with us and have yeah. the same kind of people that we get on with and because I think that's a big thing about our sessions like you were saying earlier how we kind of like bounce off each other and it would need to be someone else that can bring that kind of energy too yeah and has something to offer mm. but we, we're definitely open to that and it's something we know we have to consider we can't do everything constantly if things continue to grow mm-hmm. mm. yeah for sure and I think it you know if it, do, it will get bigger, you know, as it has done and you, you bring in more people in, will just eventually sort of build the network and community. Like, you, you know, how the network of people joining each session is growing mm-hmm. every time I join. I know there's more people. So, you know, throughout the, the few sessions, the sessions you've had, you've been raising money for various different charities, which is amazing. You know, how did that come about? Well, you know, were you from the start thinking, you know, we want this to be helping charities or, you know, how did how did you? That came about when we moved online, didn't it? Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess it came about because we were both furloughed and it was that time when everyone was, you know, doing these essential mm. jobs and we felt so useless. There was nothing we can could add to things. And yeah. I mean... I, we, we did our first session, 100% of the profits went to a food bank <laughs> charity and in fact, the first few were 100% for charity. And then we were like, actually, you know, we can't sustain this because yeah, we have was, to still pay our models. Yeah. And what, what we thought in the beginning, it would literally be two weeks a month that we'd be running online. Like we would think, yeah, working from home, lockdown for a month. And this is our bit to help. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and then it continued. So we, we actually made it 50% of everything we raised mm-hmm. went to charity. And we raised such a substantial amount of money and I guess then we wanted to start branching out and doing things in locations. And we, we still do always donate a percentage to charity. It's mm-hmm. a minimum of 20%, yeah. but we do still do um, charity specials. So mm-hmm. for example, the Natural History Museum event is going to be raising money for the, the vital work they do in supporting the natural world. And we did one for with Day, as well. yeah, with Day the sustainable tampon company, and 100% of the profits went to rape crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have always been super keen to mm-hmm. help support charities and it's helped us meet other people like South London Cares are such an amazing charity we've run a few sessions for them and we've kind of made friends from that and we hope to like in person be able to do sessions with them too it's just like about meeting people and again bringing the community together and a lot of people might not have heard about South London Cares and maybe a few people might have then volunteered or like Brixton Soup Kitchen things like that and the thing is it's been such a tough time for so many people but especially charities as funding has been cut and their work is you know more vital than ever you look at a charity like solace women's aid and you see the rise in domestic abuse and if Mm. we can just do a little bit to raise yeah you know we have people reach out and say you know i want this to be 
don't please don't share my name but share my story and um I'm actually I've just escaped an abusive relationship and your classes are the only thing that get me out of bed but I'm so wow. happy to see that yeah. you're supporting solace because they actually helped me escape and mm. and then you're like god this yeah. it, this makes it's it bigger. worthwhile it makes yeah. yeah it makes it really hit home like how many people yeah. it's because I guess it's hard to see when we're literally sitting in front of our computer screens yeah we see all the faces but you don't actually think oh gosh they're like real people with real yeah. stuff and mm. they reach out to you individually yeah. so and now we often say at the end of our class it's like you know it's nearing the end of the month if anyone knows of a charity that is is a good one to support let us know mm. and we often do pick off the back of that yeah. so I think Ginny Lemon from Drag Race picked this month's charity <laughs> which is Mermaids. Mermaids yeah so I am absolutely, Anya doesn't really watch Drag Race, but I'm absolutely obsessed with Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching it and I was like, it would be amazing if we could, you know, get someone from Drag Race on there. So I was reaching out and I reached out to, to Ginny and they replied like, yeah, definitely. So up for it. And it just kind of happened. Stumped. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, within That's insane. A, they said like a week kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, That's amazing. Yeah. What is it then that you think because you're saying how people have reached out to you and how it's helped them escape. And that it's amazing how you've been able to have that impact on people during this really difficult time. So what is it you think about life during that does that? Um, I mean, I think first and foremost, there are lots of life drawing classes out there, but I think we definitely have kind of managed to create such an amazing community mm -hmm. and people that might live alone or feel lonely can come and they instantly feel a part of something mm -hmm. um so we had someone message this was it Sunday you said that she said like I didn't feel like getting out of bed this morning I've just been you know having a really down few days and I think a lot of people have been feeling that this this lockdown I think it's been really really difficult but even for us sometimes we feel a bit low and then we're like go on the class and then we come away and we just feel so much energy from it and we're like that was such a lovely class everyone was so nice and um, I guess yeah. that's what's the energy and the vibe is what keeps people coming back but I guess what draws people to it is that people are stuck within their four walls and mm -hmm. it might be a case of wanting to try something totally different and yeah. you know there are there's a trend at the moment for um nudes you know art on the wall mm -hmm. um like in every shot positivity yeah. and yeah so I guess it ties that in and then the community is probably what keeps people coming back. But it's definitely, life drawing has boomed and it's amongst all ages. It's not yeah. just a generational thing. Everyone. And you don't is, have to be yeah. the best artist in the world to take part. It's about escapism and just, it's kind of a bit like meditation in a way. You're just like focusing on the model and drawing. Maybe you've got some music on and you're not thinking about anything else. You're just focusing on that. And I think that's, it is kind of a form of meditation yeah. in a way. Meditation. And I, I guess it's different to say drawing a flower because some people might not like flowers, but we are all human. So mm. everyone has that interest straight away. And it's about capturing that and recognizing the yeah. body as a form of like art rather than anything more than mm -hmm. that. And, you know, it doesn't matter what size, anything yeah. you are, it's about the body and capturing that. And yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. And even in a time where we can't go out and socialize and meet people, you can come on Zoom on Tuesday, yeah. on Sunday, we'll be there <laughs> without fail. We've not missed this guy. We've not missed a class. No, thankfully. Um, yeah. And then you get to see loads of other new people. And I know people come away and they follow other people and they mm -hmm. like their art and they all upload it and kind of it's really nice. Yeah, and people buy it from each other as well, which is so sweet. Even like getting to know the models as well. I yeah, always find that really our models are just interesting. Incredible. Yeah, just yeah. interesting. So different week mm -hmm. to week in terms of what they do, where they live, mm -hmm. who they are as a person their and personalities. Yeah, it shines through definitely their kind of whole, you know, without even saying a word, you can capture so much about them from their session. So true. You can try and sort of you try and piece together, oh what what is this person like? Or what do they yeah. do? And I really liked the session um, you did with uh, Ava, Ava, oh, Ava Ali. Ali. Yeah, yeah I thought amazing, she was yeah. awesome. And when she came on and she was drawing, the, drawing herself, I thought, oh, that's so brilliant. Because yeah. you got to see her drawing herself. Yeah. And like she was then one of us, yeah. as well as somebody we were drawing. And it's helped her with, with her relation to her body, like seeing all how other people interpret it. And we have a lot of models say that maybe they'd never tried it before and then they've modeled and they say how empowering it is for them. 
Mm. Yeah, and seeing their body, like it is beautiful, like no matter, even if you've got what you think might be imperfections um, and you're not very body confident, I think people walk away feeling more empowered from it. How do you think when, you know, you go back to doing it in a space where uh, for real, it's going to change? Do you think there's like pros and cons in terms of doing it over uh, Zoom compared to doing it in real life? Because we were thinking in terms of you, everybody is seeing the same picture, but when you're actually doing it, you know, in a room, you see different. Yeah. Yeah. So what what do you think is going to be like the differences? logistics and yeah organizing everything like (laughs) there's so many pros to being in person and as humans I think we love to kind of interact and be in that room and experience it together and that's something you'll never capture online because there might be 350 people there but you know you can't see everyone you can't interact with everyone you can't go and see their work see the scale of it mm-hmm. you know things Sit like next that to them and have a chat while you're drawing yeah it. it's kind of a solitary thing even though you're amongst so many people mm-hmm. so but then the pros of online are that a we don't have to clean up after the session chalk <laughs> <laughs> um, on the floor it used to be it's a, a nightmare <laughs> but oh gosh, also yeah. that we can have so many more people there there's mm-hmm. no kind of I mean, there is a capacity in terms of Zoom, but not in terms of how many... No, and people from all over the world, like we have people joining us from Tokyo, Australia. So I'll miss that element that we can't have as many people and see the regular faces, but there's just something about running in person that you can never... We're going to hope to run online as well. Hopefully we can do in person and combine the online aspect. And then we get the best of both. Yeah. (laughs) So in ter- when I started to find life drawing on Eventbrite, there was quite a few different companies doing it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think there would be, you know, because it's like, oh, I didn't realise there's so many different people <laughs> running life drawing classes. You know, how have you, um, have you tried to learn off different people doing what they're doing? Like, have you tried to listen to others to take style no I know that other, definitely yeah, not no, we, haven't. we really haven't I know that there's a lot of groups yeah. that chat we I mean obviously interact with other groups mm. because it is a sense of community in that we're all also new to the online life side yeah. of it as well so like for example one of the groups message out like oh I've just started using Eventbrite how do I do this how do I do that and we're like oh yeah you this way and this way yeah. and then maybe in turn we like ask a question as yeah. well and I think our ethos is that we're never going to sit here and be like, oh, join us, we're the best, because there's a class out there for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, often we direct our drawers to other classes. For example, if they're like, oh, I really want longer poses, I'm like, this class is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. And that's true. There's so many amazing classes out there doing totally different things, but we are always going to do what, be who we yeah. are and do what's worked for us. So we've, we've never joined another like online session or because we're too busy kind of focusing yeah. on our, <laughs> focusing on our classes and you there's, know there's no point is there no. looking at what others do because then we're going to mold into the same yeah, thing and, and we want to be same as, for vice versa yeah. as well I think that just shows how humble you are <laughs> so you, <laughs> no you, yeah you, you guys are really good and I mean we we personally love the fact that like one you can see your your connection on screen and you know you feel like you're joining a community like that but also you give us the freedom to sort of explore different ways of you know try try drawing it like this or try and it's oh yeah I could do that but um it's just a different style to and I think that's really interesting what do you feel like you've learned over the past year from running these sessions um have there been things along the way even within yourselves what have you learned I'd say there's been so many changes and Mm. I feel like we've pushed ourselves literally to our limits and we've definitely developed and grown up and we're different people to who we were maybe like a year it ago sounds crazy but it's, it's so true yeah. I'd say we started off as a, having a little fun side hobby and I would probably class ourselves as entrepreneurs now in the sense that that sounds yeah. so corny but <laughs> we it's just Say it again. We are entrepreneurs. (laughs) We've had say it louder. (laughs) We've had (laughs) so many people at the back. (laughs) (laughs) 
amazing like opportunities have come off the back of it and we've def- the whole question of independence we've definitely gained it haven't yeah. we we've been able to do our own things and you know we, before lockdown I remember I had a list on my phone and I was like I really want to buy a belt and a new backpack and I, and I needed to get like a, a dental appointment I was thinking oh I can't get the backpack this month maybe next and it's given me the independence in the sense yeah. that I've like become just so much more organized in my life and stuff I guess it's because I've had nothing to do and you know now I like feel on top of things and yeah. I definitely think the structure of this has helped with yeah, that. Yeah, strong independent woman. Yeah. <laughs> I got that belt. <laughs> yeah, got it. We've <laughs> 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 it around, I've got it here. <laughs> Swing in the belt. Yeah, do you just keep that belt on you as like the token of, yeah, I've got this. It's been really wonderful. We've definitely yeah. become more independent, more headstrong. We know what we want. We definitely dream bigger and we've learned. Oh, definitely. We've learned not to restrict ourselves. Like if we have a big thing, don't think, oh no, that'll, you know, that'll never happen. Go for it. Like Like, put the work down. Yeah. With our new draw and tour venture, it's life drawing in iconic London locations. And we were like, Mm -hmm. you know what, let's just aim for the sky and contact the Natural History Museum. And then we were at work and my phone rang and they were like, oh, hey, it's the Natural History Museum. And I was like, oh my God, what? And it's it just, actually worked. It worked. And we've got a session lined up. We had the whole museum to ourselves and we filmed there. That was a pinch me moment. That's yeah. insane. It was That's insane. Cool. I, I still don't believe it. And, you know, when I look back on lockdown forevermore, I mean, hopefully look back on it and it'll be <laughs> Then, yeah. And I just hope that, you know, I'll, I'll always remember this. And it's definitely been my proudest achievement mm. I don't know about you but not for sure definitely every day I feel so proud of it mm. oh baby <laughs> what would you say then to perhaps yourselves looking back um to yourselves who were starting this you know a year ago what would you say like, probably just aim high because you can aim, do yeah. it <laughs> yeah and don't do the week of lockdown classes <laughs> no (laughs) yeah I just think always do whatever ideas come to mind give it a go because you'll never regret trying something yeah never be scared of rejection or just go for it embrace every opportunity that comes your way and people might look and be like oh my god like look what they're doing but behind the scenes we're constantly grafting yeah up early constantly working constantly thinking of the next project um, giving it our all yeah but we enjoy it so much so it doesn't actually feel like work mm. and would you say you sort of had those traits before you think doing this these classes has sort of you know had this effect on having a schedule and you know building your confidence I think in we've always been so driven both of us and mm. confident but I guess this just kind of reaffirms that it's worth it to mm be driven and just to continue putting our all in yeah and it's good to have like the creative freedom over our own business because we have grown it from from nothing and we can trust our judgment and yeah go with what ideas we we want to do it's yeah that's what I quite enjoy about it it's it's funny because when we hit a thousand followers on Instagram we did a big post and celebrated and we were like oh my god we should get like a one balloon and <laughs> do this and now I look back and I'm like god <laughs> what were we thinking like and at the moment we're you know when there's so many bigger companies we are a small startup yeah. but to us it doesn't feel that way it feels like this is so big because it kind of consumes so much yeah. of our world but and we want to grow we want to yeah you know I can't wait to see what's there for the next year of Brixton yeah. Life Drawing like yeah. imagine you know telling ourselves a year ago when we just started that we'd be here I just could I couldn't even imagine I know I, if we knew that we'd have been in you know the Guardian interviewed on BBC News I'd have said you're Metro, lying to me. Evening Standard, The <laughs> Independent, Yahoo News Online. I wouldn't believe it, but... I think you were joking. Yeah, but it, it became a reality. And it, you both did it, just the two of you, which is, yeah. you know, insane. What do you think in terms of next year, if you could say some things that you wanted to do, you know, you, like you've ticked off National History Museum. Um, are there things that, you know, you could add to the bucket list of Brixton Life Drawing? <laughs> 
first first London next the world. Oh. <laughs> um yeah there is some there is something we're in there's a, an opportunity that we are in talks with and obviously it's early days so we won't say too much but for me if that materializes it would be just such a dream it's I mean it's different in terms of it's not the natural history but it's something that's iconic to us yeah. so fingers crossed and other than that I just hope we have a new amazing venue because our old one shut down mm. I hope we can meet the people that we've built these amazing relationships with and I just hope that we're still making a difference to people in some respect it, it doesn't matter in terms of if we don't have a bigger following just so long as we're still making yeah. a difference to the one we just have like one person reaching out and saying to them how that session has you know made them yeah. feel better it's you know helped them get up in the morning that one lady message saying she classes it as important as the therapy that she goes to weekly as well just like the time away and it's so nice receiving those messages you just forget how how much it actually Mm. affects people and helps them yeah so I guess in a year we hope we're still doing that yeah yeah and it's a part of other people's schedules as well as much as it's like you guys have this as a routine like I think for a for the majority of lockdown this was something that was actually the regular thing I had <laughs> if I was like what? Us, yeah it was so many things it was that it was when there were full-on lockdowns I don't live with my boyfriend it was our, our date of the week like he would join from his house and for a lot of people that was the case that they could join with their partners that they were separated from Family. And we, yeah we did events for that so we did like a valentine's event we did a mother's day event so that people like us that are yeah. separated from partners or yeah. families we can kind of unite them and there's friends that have got dedicated whatsapp groups to life drawing they'll all join in and they'll all be messaging or facetiming at the same time as they're drawing yeah so i think it's helped you know because you don't want to do how many quizzes yeah zoom yeah (laughs) yeah there comes a point when there's a bit too much isn't it yeah you run out of questions and then we run out of people being the quiz master and then it's just like at least with this, you get a new model each week. And yeah, we'll do all the work for you. Yeah. Just come join in. <laughs> Pretty much. A glass of wine. Bring a pencil. <laughs> I love it. So in terms of, you know, independence, because that's a big part of this podcast and fi- trying to find out, you know, what it's me- what it means to you both and what it's meant to setting up Bricks and Life Drawing and today, you know, what would you say, you know, independence means to each of you and how it's played a role? I guess believing in yourself believing in each other yeah um you can do anything and having ambition to do anything yeah. to and um, knowing that you can and that if you fail it's okay because it's not really a Dust failure yourself back off yeah back up again try the next thing get that belt <laughs> <laughs> it just it just means a lot it means that we can do the things we want to do yeah we can do the things um, we want to do we, can. we don't have to get it you know signed off by someone else this is our we get to decide what where we take it where it's going to be in the next year and make decisions yeah have you both worked in so like a big company then is because when you say like you haven't got have to had things signed off and things like that are you taking lessons from where you've worked in jobs together as well and bringing them into what you do it's definitely different working for a company than working for yourself and you you pick up on the things you like and you equally pick up on the things you don't like and and it's our brand as well we get to build what that brand's identity is and the things that that we are um so enthusiastic about and you know we want to raise money for charities we want to build these connections with people want to reach out to the community it's not about putting profit we're not putting profit over over people yeah and it's just about connecting and deciding what we what we want to do and taking taking it there what advice would you give to other women wanting to set up a similar thing or work for themselves maybe they work for a company and you know they're thinking of wanting to set up something on their own what would you say women suffer from you know things like imposter syndrome maybe they think well I don't know everything about that I can't do that but we didn't know anything about um hosting online sessions well that we were completely new to that and we just thought no, let's try it yeah and I mean it's tricky because we've faced hurdles as female business owners I'd say in some respects I mean not 
on a mass scale we're mm. still just small startup but we went to a talk last year with female business owners and they were saying you know they had to have men on their advisory board in order to get grants and you know it's it's shocking isn't it and I guess that kind of made us more motivated and from day dot we've been like yes hashtag female founders and we we were featured on like a Canadian website on International Women's Day yeah news about being like a strong female lead and I was reading through the other companies and I did feel proud that 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 is us and we have done it just together and we yeah I guess (laughs) just I'd say to other females just do it and don't be afraid I was reading some articles on it was saying this lady she started her business and she was saying the emails that she doesn't like to get back on she has like a male employee that gets back on it that and he kind of is a bit does isn't more like people pleasing you know I feel like sometimes you feel the need to not be too hot I don't know do you know what I mean like <laughs> maybe as, in, as a woman you don't you don't want to be as harsh like I feel like sometimes maybe you feel the need to be a bit more people pleasing in yeah. a way not being as strong and independent maybe it might be seen as you're being a bit abrasive or you know saying what you want it might be seen as you're being a bit I so maybe for me I'd say that's a personal thing so that's where we disagree because I mm-hmm. I would have a totally different thing but I think I have no fear of yeah. being totally brutal yeah. and honest so me I guess that's I think that's so good yeah. and that's something I admire about you I but, feel like there is sometimes so, stigma yeah I mean definitely and historically too but yeah I think just be confident I I don't have any doubts that we're any less capable than anyone else yeah regardless of gender we've shown that I think as well when you were saying at the start about honesty and how you you know you can tell each other where okay this maybe isn't a good idea or yeah we should do this that's where you know I've I'm personally someone who's can sometimes be too honest and I feel like it can come out in a way that's maybe maybe I need to hold back a little bit but having like the balance between you I guess that's where this decisions can be made really well because you've got somebody who's approaches things a little bit more softer and mm. then one you who's, that. I couldn't yeah. apply to all emails that's for sure <laughs> yeah I could not do this alone though I could not do yeah that I online. couldn't definitely. you need someone else there you know when times when you're like oh I just can't deal with that how do I how do I react to that? How do I do this? It's just having like a sounding board there and someone that's... So that's, that's really that. interesting, like how to, in a way, feel independent, but still be working at, with somebody. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, in a sense, you've become dependent on working together because that's sort of been, you know, you've been that team for a year or so. But but at the same time, you have differences mm-hmm. um, in how you work. And so, that's when we our best thing sometimes. It's when we have differences. We don't... Yeah. Imagine if we always agreed. Like, I don't think... Yeah. I so have such different personalities in the sense that I'm definitely more impulsive. And if something happens, I want to I wanna <laughs> reply then and away. I want to react. <laughs> I want to just get it out the way. Mm-hmm. I hate waiting. I just... I want to deal with it head on. Whereas Bex will say, just wait a day and then we do and... It helps, doesn't yeah, it? Because I think I, I like to process things. I, I don't, I'm not reactive. Mm. I like to take things, process it and think, okay, what's the best, play out scenarios in my head, what's the best way to do this? But then you're like, the impulsiveness is what is, you know, it's making us go for these things like the Natural History Museum. I literally, we were voice noting each other and she's like, I've emailed them. Like straight away, I've emailed them already. And then the next day they rang us like it if so we it didn't helps. have the impulsiveness, we wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. If we didn't have the voice of reason, <laughs> we might have been banned from Instagram or something. <laughs> I love that. It's like a balancing act. It, it, you it balance has, each other it, out, it's like yin and yang. Yeah. But then we are similar in a lot of ways. So yeah, we have a similar sense of humour, I guess. And that's important because we, we've had to laugh <laughs> on a few occasions. We didn't laugh, we'd cry. <laughs> that's where you've got to laugh at all. Oh, yeah. definitely yeah would you say like when you're um saying not together I guess that's a hard like I don't know when you're not together <laughs> we, we, are, we, we are we are not together in you know weekends and... <laughs> but would you say you know you are independent in the sense that you know on your own like how how you are individually um 
in terms like because you've spoken about how you know how you are independent together and but in terms of separately I'd go as far as saying we're both fiercely independent (laughs) yeah (laughs) like we both in we have moved to different areas to our family and friends and you know set up new lives we both places that yeah like I used to live I moved out to India on a whim I didn't know anyone I just went out Mm. there got a job there and then I built like a whole community of friends that I'm still friends with now like yeah four years later and I guess yeah same with me I love to do things on my own and I mean I I went and worked on my own in America in this summer camp for schizophrenic and violent adults as well and like I just love doing these crazy things and pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones I think that's when you grow as well so we and our separate lives are very separate in a sense you know we we work together but we do have different friends Mm -hmm. and they are beginning to overlap because we basically (laughs) spend every waking minute but I'd say we're both very independent people I don't like Mm. that (laughs) that's really interesting because you in a sense have both done really you know you've taken risks and lived very solo independent lives but then together you bring both of those sort of strengths and then like well like we said like balancing your different personalities to sort of uphold this amazing like bricks and life drawing which is global not only just starting out from being in global life drawing yeah global life drawing (laughs) get that on the belt (laughs) but yeah starting with 14 people to to what is the biggest number that you've had one session we've had nearly was it about 400 it's hard to count as well though because a lot of people will join with our household like for example you said you join with your brother and your mom true we'll have maybe we had like probably 400 logins that but that's 400 households and some of groups of five even more and I'd probably guess in the peak of lockdown we'd have had a thousand individuals there but maybe across different accounts Mm. because Mm. a huge number are couples or households but We've definitely had in a week over thousands. <laughs> I know. I remember the first class that we did online. We were like, if we get twenty people, amazing. That would be great. Like, I'd be buzzing if we got twenty people. We have. So, yeah. <laughs> we've come a long way. Yeah, we have. How many people did you have on your first online? I think yeah. about sixty-ish. Yeah, yeah. Mad. That's insane that's insane when it was sunny last Tuesday we were like oh no we're gonna lose people and you see your numbers drop but we're kind of we're so prepared for that now because we (laughs) we are realistic we know that the minute things resume to normality we're the same as everyone else we can't wait to go you know for dinner to do things meet people in person and it will kind of go to drop off a bit yeah but that's fine that's the nature of us evolving and we can't wait for what's it you know we didn't when our classes had to close, we were like, this is the worst thing that can happen for us. We've just started and now it's ended. And then we took it online. We could have never imagined it would yeah. be right. Um, yeah, so from when it started, in the sense that you yeah. were, you couldn't help but think quite negatively about the situation, yeah. like everybody was, yeah. but you've just turned it into a positive, essentially. I think we do that. We take each hurdle and we're like, well, how can we turn this around and make mm. it positive? Yeah, I mean... I wanted to ask, you know, you know, you said how people maybe drop off when they're not feeling too good or, you know, they'll join back in when they when they want to. What about yourselves? Because you have to do it every single week. Like, how do you how do you sort of encourage each other to be like, yeah, but, you know, we let's do this. Or how do you deal with that when you you're also maybe it comes in waves. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll feel like I'm, I'm like, you know, things get on top of you generally like things are going on in you know everyone's had such a a rubbish year like you'll have things going on in your personal life as well and maybe I'll have a week where I'm not feeling that great but then I feel like Anya's always there to like lift me up again and I'd say on the whole though that we're both positive people Mm. and we're so passionate about this there's never been a day where we've been like oh I'm not coming you just yeah it's kind of like work in the sense that you just have to go don't you and yeah is, and I've never come, not wanted no. to go there's been times I've been tired and thought oh I wish it was tomorrow not tonight yeah but then 
I've we, never yeah. we're just happy to be there and, and we come away and we're always buzzing after like we see all everyone's photos and drawings or we'll see all the different people in the class and then we get the messages from people and it's like I'm so glad I did that that was such a good class and yeah. you come away if I mean yeah. there's there's comical moments behind the scenes like <laughs> Bex's mammoth hangover where she had to lie on her bed between poses and <laughs> what about yours the, yeah <laughs> Be plenty. I got up hours early because the time changed and was sat there waiting for everyone to arrive two hours. Oh no! I'd, I'd accidentally left myself not muted and I was singing oh along to God. the play. So, so, so Anya wasn't muted and then Dolly Parton 9 to 5 starts coming on and then in front of hundreds of people I was like working there. I was like, Anya, you might come on. <laughs> We, we always have like these comical moments behind the scenes and you know to a to a person joining it probably looks so together but in reality it's there's so many <laughs> funny things yeah but people just laugh at yeah they, we they? tell them we're like oh god i had too many cocktails last night yeah. we'll wind each other up like you you're a bit hungover yeah. like, the other week and i was like how's your head on you like in front of all these people <laughs> they love it they're like getting involved yeah. and Oh, we put oh, on the um in an article. Someone said the brains and the brawn oh, time behind out, bricks yeah. and life drawing. Aww. And we were story like who's the brains and who's the brawn. <laughs> and we had a little public vote. <laughs> Who got it? What was the answer? I was the brains. <laughs> um, I'm still not happy with that. No. <laughs> what have been the best moments then for you? I mean, you've touched on just some funny moments that we wouldn't have even known watching you know, from this side, but what have been some of your highlights? Um, natural History Museum. The, definitely the Natural History Museum and Leighton House, which mm. was our other draw and tour. Um, a, a lot of the press days, like when yeah. we've been featured in the press articles and suddenly, you know, you're getting hundreds of followers and it's such a buzz. And I don't think being, seeing like what we've created in writing and the papers will ever grow old. No, definitely not. Um, but I mean, I guess just a typical Tuesday when we have a really busy session and people at the end are like, oh, this was one of my favourite ever sessions. That for me yeah. is the highlight. Yeah. That's like, I come away and I'm like, oh, how amazing. Yeah. But also having like our friends and family join that have never done any drawing before that have been so supportive and sharing our events on their Instagram mm. and Facebooks. And, and even... Yeah drawers that we haven't met yet but we see every week and they're telling their friends and their friends are telling their friends and we appreciate appreciate that so much like nothing's better than word of mouth and yeah hearing that everyone's enjoying the sessions I think that's a massive highlight yeah just yeah. the whole experience yeah. is a highlight yeah there's no <laughs> lights within it but on the whole <laughs> yeah oh well that um, that makes it so much more worthwhile to know that each week I mean that's what gets you doing it each week is that the fact you know you're going to come away and remind yourself as to why you started it and essentially you know how good it makes everyone else feel and the community you've built around it so I just want to say thank you so much for giving me and all the listeners an insight into you know what it what it takes to build breaks and life drawing and about you guys I think it's just going to be bigger and better from here so I want to definitely come down to one of your sessions Please oh do. you'll get a complimentary invite uh the free belt <laughs> free belt that's my one <laughs> so for those who want to join one of your classes want to find out a bit more about you what do they need to know so we run a session every Tuesday at 7 p.m and every Sunday at 10 a.m at the moment via Zoom. Yeah. Tickets can be bought on Eventbrite if you just Google Brixton Life Drawing. Yeah, it's donation-based and 20% goes to a different charity each month as well. And also we're on Instagram at Brixton Life Drawing and we have a link in our bio which has everything we have going on both in person and online depending on yeah. the month and where we are and yeah. the pandemic. But yeah get involved it doesn't matter what experience yeah. level what age or who you are everyone is welcome if you've never picked up a pencil before or you're the next picasso always welcome to join yeah get involved and you won't <laughs> regret it how lovely was that chat i loved speaking to them sitting down finding out all about brixton life drawing and i think the big takeaway from that is 
working as a team you know how to collaborate with people learning to balance your personalities with others but still remain independent um yeah a very different perspective to what we had previously and what will be coming next too if you enjoyed this episode please give it a follow and share it with a friend you can also head over to social media follow us at miss independent podcast this has been Ms. Independent. I've been your host, Renu Chopra. Chat to you soon. Thanks again.